The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Wednesday, everybody. What is up and welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralta with you live on YouTube and Twitter replay on SportsGrid late night. All you late night owls. We have a lot to get to on the show after we left the show yesterday. Seismic seismic sports betting news that we will get to right here at the top. But before anything, how are you, sir? You had a late night last night. Fired up, ready to go late night. Yes. Um, the bet bash is here and there's a lot of people in town. There's more people coming last night. Flights delayed. They still made it. Flights were pushed back to today. Wow. It will be uh, uh, the end late arriving crew, like the crew that comes in for our second hour every day. I don't right. know when, why, how, where they come from, but they come. Everybody's here. P roll. Everybody was asking. They like, Hey man, I like what you guys are doing with that BVB. How do I get on? Oh, you, you talk to Matt or I, <laughs> um, when do you guys start every day? I said around 10 ish Pacific one o'clock. Eastern ish. Yes. Today we're a little bit late, ish. longer on the ish. Um, and they said, What are you guys doing for football season? Oh, I wonder. I said, Oh, I wonder. <laughs> funny you asked. I said, Why don't you watch the show tomorrow and the next day? And then we got to talk about roll call Friday. We might have to move the time of the show again on Friday because I got to go do that panel on oh. Friday. What time's the panel? So, well, Billy Walters' panel starts at noon. Uh, Got to be there at eleven. Do yeah, do it so early. Yeah, we we'll do it first thing in the morning. So we'll do it early. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it early because I yeah because I got approved. They're going to let me in. I get to actually, right. I get to watch you and Billy and everybody else on Friday. Oh God! So yeah. I got the they gave me the permission slip to show up on Friday. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be good I'll, I'll be good there. Um, just before we get into the sports betting thing. I just, can I rant for a second? Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Can I just, can I, can I just say something? Yes. Let's. Well, I'm really sorry. Just 
buckle up because I just I need to get something off my chest because I'm really mad because I am you're a father of three girls. I'm the father of an of a nine-year-old. In this town, when and your kids are driving, this town is not a great place to drive. Okay. Oh no. The traffic is horrible. Yes. People drink 24 hours a day. People are on drugs. People are crazy. They said we have the highest insurance rates in the country for the state of Nevada for this very reason. I should know. I just changed my insurance this morning. So I went through the whole damn process. This oh, morning. okay. Yeah. August 9th. You said you were going to do that. Yeah, Good really job, fun. That was, that was really fun. So I got that done this morning. First thing in the morning to be on calls and negotiating, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then I get the story. We're doing the Raiders today. Former Raider Henry Ruggs has been sitting in house arrest for almost three years, waiting on a sentencing that came down this morning for Henry Ruggs. Let me remind you. What does that say? Three to 10 years? Let me remind you what this asshole did. Okay. Here we go, Will. This guy went to Topgolf in which he drank so much alcohol that his blood alcohol level was fucking double what you're supposed to be behind the wheel. He got behind the wheel and drove on roads that you and I and most people who live here in Las Vegas drive 40 miles per hour on 40 miles per hour speed limit. That's the speed limit for 40. Okay. Yeah. Again, this asshole drove 156 miles per hour. A woman was coming home from work late night, late night. She had been working. I believe she was working at a local, I think it was either a Walgreens or a Walmart. One of the two. I apologize not knowing the exact place that she was working. She had her dog in the car with her. Mm. Henry Ruggs was driving so fast that he was only able to drop 40 miles per hour off of his speed. And he hit the woman going over 100 miles per hour. She didn't have time to look up. She was dead on impact. Henry Ruggs walked away with nothing but a couple of scratches. His neck was bothered a little bit. He was arraigned in a neck brace. That's about it. Henry Ruggs got three to 10 years today because of a plea agreement that he came to with the state. Because when they drew his blood at the hospital, there was some concerns that they didn't have the right paperwork. Oh, boy. Their paperwork. They didn't think they had the warrant to pull the blood. From this imbecile, this disgusting human being Mm. who then gets to go and serve. Now he served three years in jail. He'll serve. That is not going to be time served. He'll get an additional three to 10 years for killing somebody drunk at 156 miles per hour, more than double the legal limit. Look, everyone in this country is deserving of great criminal defense. Okay, we are innocent until proven guilty. Yes. His lawyers earned every single penny of this. This dude's 23 years old, Dave. He could walk at 26 years old. He could be a free man with the vast majority of his life and a whole lot of money to go and live a very fun life compared to the life he took. Mm. He killed somebody. You don't tell me this was a, quote, mistake. You don't drive 156 in whatever sports car he was driving. I'm really sorry. He said, this is not indicative of the person that I am. 
really. Well, it never is. That's oh, right. It, it never is. Indicative of the person that you are. Okay. Yeah. You are a menace. You are something I don't, I can't come up with the words to describe how my stomach turned saying your kids are driving. My daughter's going to be driving soon. And if that was my daughter and I heard this guy could be walking around before he's 30 years old, he could be out a free person. Yeah. I, I mean, good luck keeping me out of prison because I'm going to do some really bad, bad things. I would be losing my mind. Yeah. This. This is, I didn't hear this. Uh, this is this is uh, news to me. I remember. I don't know if we did the show the day it happened, or we had talked later that day. And the first thing was, "When's the last time you drove that road?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Last week." Like I was just, you know, you can't physically or mentally rationalize going. 75 on that street. Right. He got up to 150. Six. <laughs> like it's it's for that alone. If you just get a ticket, By you license. gotta go to jail. Yeah, right. Yes, I would agree. Yes. And sit and contemplate what you could have done. On top of that. He did it. The worst thing that could happen did. Person's life is worth three years. I guess six total. If you, if you include the three years, he's been in jail now. Three to ten. Come on. Come on. I mean, I, 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 mean Do I don't know. I don't know what the stipulations are, but if someone's not fired for whatever paperwork mistake, whatever issue there was, I know technicalities happen all the time in this country. And again, I'm not trying to say that our, our system is perfect or broken, neither or just saying it is unfathomable that this guy at 23 years old has an opportunity to just, I mean, he'll be walking around. I, I can't get over the idea that, that before he turns 30, there's a damn good chance that Henry Ruggs will be out. And who knows, somebody might wind up paying him to play football again. He was a first round draft pick. I mean, some, you know, USFL, some, you know, European football league or whatever it might be. This guy might actually be playing football again at some point after what he did. This is not even a slap on the wrist. I can't believe this. He was, he was accused of so many felonies and he pled it all down, all down because the prosecution was worried about how the blood was attained. And if they had gone to trial, he could have walked entirely, which I would be like, man, a jury of our peers, people who live here in Las Vegas, I would hope the hell that they threw the book at him if they went to trial. We're talking to a lot of people every day, not just here on the show, which, again, if you guys are here on the show, thank you. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, tell one person, because we're talking about stuff that's more than just sports betting and sports gambling. This is one of those. But when you talk to people. I'm constantly reminded, and I tell my own kids this, let alone all the kids that I coach and everything else. Actions speak louder than words. Okay. If you got to go and you're worried, like come up with a better case, as in show a picture of the car that he smashed. Show or a the picture. video. There's video of it. You can see what he did. There's video, people shocked, of the car burning in the middle of the road. And Henry Ruggs on the sidelines. 
holding his head going, oh my God, what did I do? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I've seen it. it it's it's every. It means so it's on a simple. technicality. Like he gets. That's off. all you're supposed to do as a human being is look at that and go. Yeah. You're going away. There's your case. Yeah. There's your case. Okay. You. I, that's why I when I was contemplating going to law school and learning about the different paths of law. You got to take the money. Everybody's got to earn an earn a living. We all have to do things at some point in our lives that we didn't know or think we had to do. Knowingly taking his case and saying, because of some paperwork errors, you should give them less. And the prosecution uh, choked on top of that. They are they were afraid. They saw the problems and said, we go to court. This trial could be ruled in his favor. The charges could be thrown out because of how the search warrant to obtain his blood in, in the hospital, how they got it because his blood alcohol was 0.16 in Nevada. It's 0.08. He was double the legal limit going 156 on a side street in Vegas residential in which he slammed into the back of a vehicle at over hundred miles per hour, killing the woman and dog inside. He walked. They were petrified of that look of getting nothing. So they took something. But I just, I saw that this morning and I just went, my daughter's first day of fourth grade is today. She's going to fourth grade. She's absolutely ecstatic. So excited. She's nine years old. Your daughter, two of your daughters are driving right now. Like these are people, we have people we love and care about who are driving every day in this town. And this is the standard we're setting. This is now the detriment for the next person who does this wait until you get in the car with maddie and say let's go learn how to drive no thanks you think you've had anxiety no thanks you think you've panicked is it dad yeah, you no think thanks. you've had like sit in the passenger seat with your teenage daughter in vegas and say let's go for a ride you drive and and knowing what we see it's tough it took jess couldn't do it my wife did it one time. She said, I'm not getting in the car with them and teaching them how to drive. Why? She said, I get too uptight. Right. And that caused the kid to be uptight. Of course. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's great services out there that, that teach kids how to drive, but. He's a millionaire. Henry Ruggs could have had anybody driving his vehicle around. It's Vegas. There's all sorts of ways of getting around in limos. Tons of people and, that can't wait to drive you places here. All over the place. Ubers and lifts and everywhere. even that expensive. Out there with your guys, drinking, driving back to your house in Summerlin, where I live, the neighborhood that I live in, and driving back and deciding to go 156 miles per hour because you picked up some girl that you were with at Top Golf and you're trying to impress her. <sighs> Diablo 666 in the chat uh, said the DUI's laws are too soft. Are the DUI laws too soft here? They have to be because we are the number one DUI state. It's because of you guys. No offense. It's the tourism. They don't want to have strict DUI laws here in Vegas because of how many tourists get pulled over. Oh, So it's not for the locals. It's the local people that, you know, we're the ones that get busted more often, but tourists come here. They want people to have a good time and they don't want them to have be worried about DUIs. So, yeah, the laws are too laxed here. A hundred percent. But he was facing multiple manslaughter, multiple felonies. Like he wasn't just facing DUI. Right. 
He was he was facing felony death. He was facing DUI that resulted in a fatality. He was resulting in manslaughter, second degree manslaughter. He was up for all sorts. He could have gone away for 50 years minimum. But they cut it all down. He pled out. So sorry to start the show off on a, on a on a bad note like that, but that hit about an hour ago, and I've been sitting on it, and I just can't. It was it's Raider Day on top of that, so it's like we're, we're right. breaking the Raiders down. So just well, everything kind of just out of the way. just kind of came in yeah. and came together. All to right, that Mikey Awesome, by the way, is in the chat and did Hi. something to his handle. That I did. Is, it. Oh, it's blue. He's an admin. Congratulations, Mikey Awesome. We've we 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 we've, we've ignited three three. Addison, Sonic, and Mikey Awesome are now official admins inside the chat with chat powers. How about that? So if you tick them off, <laughs> Whoa. And, you know, they're there to police you guys because we can't always look at the chat. And somebody brought it up to us and said, hey, the chat's getting pretty big and it's getting very fast. And you're going to start to attract people during football season who may or may not be in there with the best of intentions. Oh, and, and you guys don't have the ability right now. You guys don't really can police the chat, find a couple of people who can police the chat. So I put it on the discord channel. I said, Hey, who wants to be an a admin for the, the live chat? And if you do just send me an email and send me your, your YouTube handle. Right. And I, and I'll bless you. And those are the three I picked to go ahead and, Sonic Addison and Mikey Awesome. Well, how about that? That is fantastic. Yeah. So they have the power. We gave them the He-Man power, you know, the sword and gray skull and everything else. So <laughs> <laughs> was there a secret handshake? I didn't know about this. No, there wasn't a secret handshake. No. It was, okay. It was just, right. you know, right. I have the power, you know, just go ahead and grab, grab that sword. God, I loved He-Man. That was such a great show. Oh, it was such a oh good show. God. You kids look it up. He-Man was so good. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was so homoerotic, but it was so good. It was just it was absolutely phenomenal. Was it? Oh my, what do you mean? Was it? Look at the outfit the guy's wearing. <laughs> like, oh, he's just really? What? He was a stud. He was a stud, all right, but he was wearing underwear. <laughs> like he wasn't wearing any clothes. That's what superheroes wore all the time, didn't they? I guess so, sure. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Well, Superman <laughs> wore tights and a cape. <laughs> Batman, same thing. Yeah, but at least they're they, I mean, they actually have skin showing. Like He-Man's got, you know, tall boots, underwear. <laughs> like that's what he wore. He was a yeah. He-Man. Yeah, okay, sure. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm gonna have to go back and <laughs> I'm going to have to do some show. Oh, yeah. I Look, never saw that. Watch regard. that show as an adult and, and you'll, you'll go, wait, 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 wait. What the hell did you force us to watch? What was, wait, wait. I this is a little bit. Uh -huh. So, yeah, oh. just, um, yeah, it, it wasn't as innocent. And from, for, our, for our our eyes, it was very innocent. Uh, through an adult's eyes, it's like, what the hell were you doing? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, the big story, Pan Gaming has swapped out the Barstool brand. For ESPN for a cool $1.5 billion. First reaction to this is what? You know that Vince Lombardi clip when he's on the sideline and he goes, what the hell's going on out there? Yeah. I'll put my glasses on for this one. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell is going on? ESPN? Is going to be a sports book now? We knew this was going to happen. We did? Yeah, we just didn't know how. They've been kicking okay. the tires. So for are we going to talk 
about the sports. Are we going to go on Sports Center with our plays of the day? And then we're going to take the bets too? Correct. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, 100%. Where do we go for the non gambling information now? You're never going to be able to get away from it. Really? There is no more non gambling information in media in America. There's sports shows that aren't gambling. There's sports shows and they that don't focus on the gambling, and have, that's fine. ESPN will have advertisements in every single show. For what? ESPN bet. You know who really spends a lot of money on ESPN now? DraftKings. One, FanDuel. Two, Caesars. Three. Goodbye. Although they might still take their business. They might still oh, take oh, it. Okay, Mr. They might still Communications take it. guy. My question back to you, do they still take it? I would. 100%. I would. You're going to take competitors advertising yeah. who do it better than you and have a head start. Yep, I would. 100%. I would do it. Yeah. Your brand, you you have the brand. Remember Is ESPN the, the Zone? Remember ESPN The Zone? Popped up all, all over the country. ESPN didn't own that. That was a white label, just like this. It's the white label. It's not theirs, but it popped up all over the place. ESPN The Zone was very popular for a long time when there were other sports bars. It was sports, popular for a short time. And this would be popular for a short time. <laughs> this Which I was going to say, okay, this do you guys watching the show time. remember the ESPN flip phone? Yes, of course. Yeah. ESPN The Magazine. Remember that? Well, ESPN The Magazine was great. That had a great run. There was it, value okay. to that. And there's going to be value to this. Yeah, there'll be value to this, of course. Like there'll the flip value. phone? No, there'll be value to having ESPN the bet. The ESPN bet will have – if. The, the money that's going to be spent, the marketing is going to be pushed into place. I, I think that they After will. After they just whacked all those people because they ain't got the money. Everybody's cutting the cord. Well, they knew what they were doing then. I mean, clearly that's what they knew what was coming. Like they knew they were going to do this deal and that's why they killed everybody. That's why they they had to liquidate everyone because they knew they, they needed to find the money to be able to give Penn $1.5 billion. Who gave who the money? ESPN gave Penn $1.5 I sent you that yesterday, and you said Penn paid ESPN. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm accusing Penn paid ESPN one point five billion dollars. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So that one makes sense. So ESPN didn't know that was coming. Um, yeah, so back that off. But no, Penn paid. Penn got rid of Barstool because Barstool's brand was becoming very problematic. They got rid of Barstool because the book business sucks. That too, but. It was also the regulatory concerns that they had. They had had, they'd well, on top to, of the business sucking, they had a problem with getting questioned over content. Yes. And, content and they did really. not like what was happening and they were worried about more and more things. And they were right because Portnoy was getting more and more frustrated about what he was being told he could and couldn't do. He was being told who to hire, who to fire. He was being told, hey, you can't push this. Hey, you can't do this. Hey, Big Cat, you can't say these things publicly. Can't say we can't are, lose parlay. Can't do can't lose parlay. You can't do any of the stuff that you're doing. So now you can't do any of this. So ESPN, I don't know how long this goes. I don't know how long it's going to last. I think there'll be a splash. I think there'll be, for a couple of years, a lot of new people coming in that will want to use ESPN because it's the number one brand. Used to be the number one brand in the world. 
sports or non-sports, still an extremely powerful brand. I mean, I saw the numbers. Barstool does about 8 million impressions a week. I think it was 8 million impressions a week. ESPN uh, across all their platforms. Okay. 8, 8 million a week. I think it's what they do. What, what they were, what the Barstool or Barstool bet. ESPN does 117 million. Okay. So it's like a totally different, like the level of exposure we're talking about from a Barstool brand to an ESPN brand is not even like, not in the same close to being in the same conversation about how much bigger ESPN is going to be from a reach perspective than to Barstool. But we have to point out this Fox bet just kicked out. Okay. We had a network branded app. Mm -hmm. Fox bet didn't fly. They just flutter, just kicked it out. Said we're done with it. No more. Right. DraftKings stock dropped 10% this morning. Oh, the reaction is that DraftKings is going to get hit by this. This is going to hurt DraftKings because DraftKings was the biggest partner with ESPN. Fair. Think that's possible? Think that's going to be the market share comes from DraftKings people that they lose it to ESPN bet? I think a little bit of all of them will lose a little bit. Um, DraftKings is tied to everybody, but they're especially tied to ESPN. Yeah. So, I mean, you just said, though, that they would still take the money. I don't think they would because it would dilute their own product. If they're in it to book the games or grow the sports book part of the business or just get people in the ecosystem. But Fox did, though. Fox took bets. Fox took DraftKings money and had FanDuel money where FanDuel owns owns Fox bet, but. And we're closing up Fox bet forever. Yeah, but they keep right. But, but I mean, okay. It's not a recipe for success. Yeah. I I don't know. I would, if if I ran, I think being Switzerland is way better. Even if you have your own branded app, I think there's plenty of ways of you create. I agree with you. You create the most valuable platforms for ESPN bet. Like you get the prime spot, you get the first break, commercial break, you get, you know, everything that you would want. You know how good that ESPN bet logo would look about right there, (laughs) right there. Yeah, I think they got the gambling side covered. I think, I think, I think they're good on that point. Do they have the gambling side covered? Yeah, they think they do. Really? So, yeah, I mean, we can put it right there. Yeah, anybody could put their logo right there. I mean, ESPN yeah. better than anybody else. I mean, well, we could put, yeah, we could put the FanDuel logo right yeah, there. there. Right. Anybody or could go there. The DraftKings logo could go right there. Right. At MGM, and, same thing. You hear what I'm saying? There's a lot of names. There's a lot of yeah, people that are talking about this. ESPN is a gigantic brand. Okay. When you have yeah. the offerings, the question that I'm going to pose to you is what you said in the beginning. What about the tech? What about it's Penn? Ca- Na- so if Penn Nationals app is, do you believe they're going to go through a big upgrade? Because <laughs> they, because somebody put this question out. They just swapped, right? Barstool went down for three days mm-hmm. because they had to redo all the, the platform. They changed uh-huh. over to a different platform. Yeah. So did the platform switch go really well? And then that triggered this deal? Or did the platform switch go really poorly and they had to figure out a way to make football season go. So we're going to totally flip over and do the deal now and give the money to ESPN. (sighs) The platform switch had nothing to do with this deal. Okay. Okay. This deal was about money and it was about the best part. The, the biggest winner in all of this was Portnoy. 
he got paid all that money to give away half his company. Then he got it all back for zero. So but he got it. He got he got big, it all back. It's a big but though. What? The poison pill in this contract is significant. So Portner got, you're right, he got Barstool back for zero dollars. Zero. He is banned from taking sports book advertising on Barstool. He is banned from, from anybody? From anybody. He is banned from starting his own sports book. He cannot That's do his own for sport. Everybody. Right? everybody wants to get into sports book business. They think it's fucking easy. Sorry, yeah. Will. It's not fucking easy. And then if they really wanted to get in it, they would ask people who might know how to fucking do it. Pardon yeah. my language again, Will. Sorry. <laughs> pisses me off because I'm talking to people. I met some guys last night that were been booking since they've been like 12. Some of them have served time. Some of them have not. Some of them have been on the run. They're really good at the job. They'll never get an opportunity to do it because they're criminals. They right. can't do it. They could do it in their sleep and make these companies billions with a B. And they would never consider it because they got Euro traders with fake platforms that they're selling to ESPN to tell them, hey, you guys got the media. We'll, we'll do the booking. <laughs> it's just like the Godfather. They got the newspaper guys. They got the booking guys. There's going to be pick up and drop off guys. You know, we'll advertise in the papers and the papers. This whole thing is nonsense. But listen, I didn't know about the Portnoy. Would you call it the and, poison pill? Yeah. And it's poison. And, and this, those are the two. So the first big issue is he cannot take sports book advertising. The second big issue is he cannot. He froze. I'm hanging on your every word. Snap your fingers. <laughs> I saw it coming. It was, it was starting to do a little max. Oh. It was starting to do a little max. Henry. I, was, I was waiting for, it. I was like, you started to in my ear. I was like, here comes the freeze. Um, so the first is he can't take sports book advertising. The second is he cannot do his own sports book. And the third is if he ever sells Barstool sports in the future, he loses 50% of the sale to Penn national. Wow. They really want it out, huh? Well, they want it out, but they put in some really big barriers around. Well, yeah, he can't come at them now. He can't do anything. He can't, to he them. can't do he anything. Can't touch, he can't touch. They them. neutered. Bar, they neutered. Bar, Here, you exactly. can have Barstool, but you know, you're a gelding right. now. That's yes, it. you can't do right. very much. Right. You can take come, all the come. beer. And so everyone is saying this, like, get ready for all of Dave's investments his watch company, his alcohol company, like all of the things that they had, right. the coffee, the coffee company that big cat yeah. started all. That's what you're going to see all everywhere across, not the sports book. Cause that was their number one up until barstool sports book became a thing. The number one advertiser on barstool sports were the sports books. We should reach out to him about the proxy service. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Come on in. Can't take sportsbook advertising. Wonder if you take a proxy service advertising. <laughs> hey, Dave. Question for you. Right. Um. Wow. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty significant. You know, it's awesome that Dave gets 
the brand back. So he doesn't have to go start his own rival company. There's not going to be some different wing of Portnor Media, which was all being rumored. He was going to go start his own podcast. He was going to become a business guy for CNBC type stuff. That's not happening, which is good because he, the Barstool brand is Dave Portnoy. So if you lose Dave, you lose the brand, it's all dead. So at least what he built, he gets control over now. They just have to do business a different way. And essentially Penn put up a big fence around their stuff and said, you guys are playing on that side and we're playing on this side and we're all going to separate and be good about it. The boys in the chat. Thank you, Chef Benny, Daniel G, J. Dow Betts, all mentioning that Portnoy still has a ton of stock in Penn as well. Oh, okay. Good to know. So it's in his best interest to not bad rap anybody and do right. what they say. So, so he, and he probably made, I mean, I don't know what, what the dividend sitting on it, and whatever. He still has the, the stock, the stock, the stock and the stock options. When they give it to you, it kind of makes you behave a certain way until they're vested. And then when you can sell, then you really yeah. can take the gloves off. But a lot of times that stock is like a pacifier. Correct. More than anything, yeah. especially when it has upside potential. So, And Dave, you're right. What you said first is correct. Dave got paid a ton of money up front for Barstool. So he got their money up, to, up front. Yeah. So he made a ton of money there. Now he gets the brand back for zero, but he has to, you know, he's got to play ball. But he's neutered. Yeah. Yeah, he's neutered, but he's, he can still do all the things he wants to go ahead and do. Go find the next Call Her Daddy podcast brand. Go find, you know, the next, they can do sports betting. And they can do sports betting the way they want to do sports betting. Okay. They can do all sorts of things. Oh, I would. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had my issues with Portnoy, my issues with Barstool, but I am still a very much, I don't think I, I wouldn't call myself a stoolie, but I, I've been a supporter of the brand for a very, very long time. I've gotten mad at them for things they've done. Disagreed with big things they've done, but yeah, I, I've still have, I read Barstool regularly. I still, Dave and I are the same age. Dave is from the South Shore. I'm from the North Shore, although he spent a lot of time on the North Shore as well of Boston. I've been reading Barstool Sports since it was a rag at South Station. He literally. Was out, he was handing out for free. Literally, it was a rag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was it was the thing. Yeah. Had pictures of you know hot bartenders and sports pick and sports picks for sports betting picks. That's Would a we change the name part. of the show to Barstool versus the book? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, we could keep the hats. No. We could keep the no. hats. <laughs> We're not doing Barstool versus the book, but Bostonian brought to you by Barstool Sports would be fine. I would be all in, I would, I would be in, right. in, in, in love with it, but I'm happy for Dave. I'm happy. And the, the brand is back where it should be. He started it. He built the empire and going, it felt wrong. It really, the Mitzi firing, the way that things went down, the way they had to operate, you know, all of the fact they were calling. I mean, I just laughed every time a regulatory body called out a Barstool tweet and said something about what Dave said. Or said something that, okay, you can't do this. If you're a regulatory sports book, you can't use this language. That's not the, they are way, um, what's the word? They're counterculture. That's when they do well. Yeah. When, they go, when they go against what everybody else is calling safe and they can push the envelope, that's what made Barstool Barstool. Yeah. And being under a regulatory watchdog doesn't fit or work for Barstool. Well, contrary to a lot of people's belief, the legal sports betting market, they're actually books, have to go through a pretty intrusive. I mean, I've had a colonoscopy. You know what that is. If you don't, you should go get one if you haven't had one and you're over 40. They go up there and look around. 
make sure that all these parts and everything's working and they go and find out if there's a problem. And then they really get up there and poke and prod and do anything. If you do anything wrong, they threaten to take away that license to take bets. Well, how many times, how many times did Massachusetts or Ohio ask Barstool is David Portnoy involved? And they had to say he has nothing to do with the book <laughs> at all. Zero. He's not involved in anything we do. It's name only. He's over there. We're over here. So our license, he will never come near it. They had to disassociate themselves with everything he was. That's yeah. a problem. Like, that's, that's, that's not a, good. That's a problem. And, and, and they, I mean, Barstool figured out pretty quick. They didn't want to be in a bookmaking business. Yeah. Fair. Not with the people they were in with. Yeah. There's no money there. Right. You're not making no, that. That well, wasn't made their money. They, they were given the money. They, they were trying them. to make, they were trying to make the money for the people who gave them the money. They were trying yeah. to justify the investment no. that Penn gave them. So they had to go and shill for Penn to get people to go in the Barstool Sportsbook to make, to make the money back that Penn Gaming had given to them. There's not a lot of heart in that. No. You're not, you're not invested in making somebody no. else the money they already gave you. Like, hey, you guys need to be made whole. We're already whole. We're already good. Like, we're good. We need to. Do, we signed a deal that said we would do it, but our heart's not really here. Like, we're not hustling. We're not like we used to be. We're not giving away papers at, at South Station for angry commuters at six thirty in the morning. You know, with pictures of hot bartenders. This is a different. You know, that grind that made them what they are. They got away fit. from that. Yeah. yeah, it didn't fit. So now, like. When I went to see Brother Doug in Columbus, we went to a Barstool Sportsbook and everything was branded with the stool and the pictures and the, all the stuff. And I mean, there was a ghost town. There was nobody there that's right. neither here nor there. But it was obvious that it was a Barstool Sportsbook. I took a picture with Brother Doug in front of it. Actually, I got to put that up, pull it up today and find mm. it. Now they go to ESP, ESPN branded. Like you're talking about. When coaches get fired, it goes from like the player's coach, loose disciplinarian, whatever, to or, or a loose player's coach to a hardcore disciplinarian meeting times just 15 minutes early. Yeah. If you're not there, you're late. You're right. fine for every little thing. Like this is that big of a swing, is it not? Oh, it's Mickey Mouse. You have no problems with the brand. <laughs> you have no problems associating, talking, pushing, I mean, every regulator is going to be completely comfortable with it. If you come in and say, hey, I represent ESPN bet. Oh, okay. Let's talk. Like there's none of that like wall being put up. Yes. It's very easy to do business as ESPN bet versus Barstool Sports bet. So, or sports book. So yes, I concur with that entirely. You are completely going in a 180 as to what you were just dealing with. The other question on it though is, you know, ESPN Mickey Mouse is a sports book. Like Mickey Mouse is a sport. This is the the that this is a family oriented company. Just got paid one point five billion. We're talking to nine year old girls. That that's our bread and butter. And now we're in the sports booking business. And where's Disney World again? Orlando, Florida. Where's Disneyland? L.A. California. Anaheim. Both two states that aren't legal that aren't legal. Do you think they know something? 
I think nobody knows shit. You know that I say. <laughs> Could that you imagine? Day. I'm sorry, but if we walk into the happiest place on earth and there, sorry, well, and there's a fucking sports book in the middle of Disneyland. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be the weirdest. That's gonna be so weird. Like here's small world after all, and hey, play your five dollar same game parlay right here. <laughs> like what the hell are we doing? Really? That's what we're gonna be like. What the? Like that's a weird deal right there. Okay, that's strange. If that's how we're gonna roll. That's different. That's really, really different. If <laughs> with like Goofy's going to be out there pushing his, you know, the Goofy prop of the day. <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> Chef Benny just dropped in the super chat, a blue stripe. Donald Duck and Goofy are going to be writing tickets. <laughs> it would be awesome. You have to be full. I mean, like, wouldn't it be funny to have like a Scrooge, have like Scrooge McDuck and like, and like do stuff with him and do like DuckTales and like you could do all sorts of like wacko stuff with Disney and all their characters when it comes to sports betting. It's it really, I mean, you could do the Star Wars. You could, you could have like the cantina. You have a Star Wars themed sports book. This all sounds very bad. Have them all in like, in, in like Star Wars no. gear. Have like no. stormtroopers sitting at, sitting at the entranceway when they come <laughs> on in. You could do so many things. Like they they own uh, Disney owns Marvel, so you could do a whole the whole oh, Marvel campus that they're that, that they've built. You could have a whole Wait. sports book theme of Spider Man doing like <laughs> doing sports book parlays. You know, forget Jamie Fox. Give me like Chewbacca into <laughs> doing his, his his favorite prop bet. This <laughs> sounds like such a bad idea. Meanwhile, as you're talking, our chat is rolling. The juice came in and said, boy, that would be amazing to have a sports book at Disneyland when I take my niece there, LMAO. Right. Rainmaker 512 walked into Manny's today on a Wednesday because he's off. Nice. And he's actually off now for a little while. Right. You know, we're, we're working on something for your rain, but we'll see you in a month out here. Mm. Walked into Manny's and they handed him the block pull for the Steeler game on Friday. He said it's officially football season. Nice. He came in and said, this is going to be fantastic. A Disneyland sports book. <laughs> Use the force parlays. <laughs> Do we get kiosks in the ride lines while we're waiting? Oh, that's even Kevin, oh, that's a good idea right there. You know, Kevin Whitrock. That's yeah, a good. That's, that's a good. Smart. That's a really smart idea. Keep that one on the on, in the Discord channel. What's the Discord channel again? BVBshow.com. Let's keep that one for the BVB. We'll 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 go to Disney <laughs> with that one. We'll all we we'll tell them that. And like BB eights is like rolling around and being like trying to hand you parlay cards. <laughs> Little robots are like here. But the problem with all of this is is what Lou just came in. Rainmaker five one two said he was at a bar in Ohio. Okay, and it had a kiosk. And he actually sent me the picture of it. Okay. The lines were 50 cents money lines, yeah. meaning it was minus 170 plus 120. That's a bar sports book? This book? was this was a white label for something else. Okay. I didn't recognize the name, but in Ohio, they're given licenses to have sports books yeah but this is the, this is the one thing I, my only pushback on that is espn is going to be the most watched book because on the espn app they will no longer have caesar's odds they will have their own odds which are going to be run by a european company right but people will scrutinize it heavily doesn't matter I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think I think people. I think it to, should matter. It will matter. I think it will matter. I think people are going to start to talk about it a lot more. It's going to. I think the good side of this is it's going to educate people on price faster. People who are looking at the ESPN app, like I do every day, to track 
games that I've bet on, there's always a little Caesars number on the bottom. Here's the, here's the line at Caesars. Click here, blah, blah, blah. That's going to be ESPN bet. People are going to write about that. They're going to talk about that. If the lines are off or if the price is wrong compared to other books, you will see more people say, wait a minute, my book, I why is ESPN at that? And this is at that. I think people will, with price discovery, I think having ESPN involved like this will shine a brighter spotlight on price. And if they're off market and giving, you know, 20 cent lines or higher, I think the public might figure it out quicker. I mean, I don't think so. I don't, I don't even think they care about the price. I don't, I think people are starting to come around and some people are, I mean, just watching the daily juice and just watching how I've talked to people over the last three years of doing that podcast. There's a much different conversation coming from the audience about price discovery They'll find different lines I I haven't seen. They'll tell me about books I don't have access to and where oh, they are. Without a price. doubt, that's I mean they do that to me every day. Like since so, for five years, I right. I've so it's coming around. Right, so it's coming around. So I think right. people are starting to figure that out about you should have multiple outs and you have to shop and you can't just bet at one book. Right, you can find big discrepancies and you can you know liking different prices. Is Tyler Wyatt in the chat right now. I don't you know. know why. Have you seen him? Okay. I, 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 I haven't even Mikey Awesome said, what's up, Tyler White? I, I haven't seen Tyler uh, in the chat, but I think I'm not even cautiously optimistic. I okay. really am not. I, I, I can't. I told somebody yesterday, this one really, I wasn't comfortable with the teams taking official betting partners money. I'm not comfortable with the teams in the leagues having sports books in the joints, in the properties. Like when I go to a game, when I went to Cincinnati and went to that game and there was a sports book in there, I was just like, this is, doesn't, this is too much. ESPN was that perception wise for me last place where it was different. It was you. You can go find it with, you know, Doug and Joe and and Tyler doing daily wager. Right. I knew where that was. Right. It wasn't. You know, try to watch Sports Center and stuff now. I mean, they they make the anchors pick dingers of the day. It looks a lot like the other stuff in the space. I wanted it kept separate, and this is this is all now we're taking the bets. That feels like you've really just said, again, sorry, Will, fuck it. Just go get the money. Yeah. Take the money. Like, you can you imagine the boardroom? Guys, we're Disney, you know? We're oh. in a small world. I you think they're trying to give sell. $1.5 billion. What'd you say? $1.5 Yes. You got to take the bets, though. You got to have yeah. a sports book. But what about Mickey and Donald? They're going to give you $1.5 billion. Fuck it. Take the billion. Bets. Billion, yeah, five billion. one point five billion, and I, I think, and they said the, they got to do it. Yeah, it's a lot of money because of where they are in the current economic situation. People aren't going on vacation as much. People aren't, you know, ESPN Plus and Disney Plus haven't done as well as they wanted it to do. Their deal with the UFC has done pretty well, but there's not the windfall that they thought that they were going to get from digital people haven't cut the cord as fast as they thought cable companies are, you know, people are, are, are cutting the cable and they're not going to ESPN plus they're cutting, they're going to go into other things and not watching. 
illegal streams of their content is gigantic and a huge problem. So now they get paid. Now, will they? I think this is not the beginning of the end, but I I, I don't believe there'll be a second contract on this. <laughs> I, I think ESPN will be out. I, I think I think Disney will spin off ESPN now. That's the word on the street already. Yeah, I think Disney will. I think they will sell that because the, they've they've crossed that everything. Now they can cross it all off. They've got it all. So now they go to Amazon or Google or somebody else and say, here, take it. You can have all of it. You can have all of this. You can have the whole broadcasting, the Bristol campus, all of it. We got every angle covered. We got Monday Night Football. We got NBA basketball. We got it all covered. Our whole sports division. We can sell the whole thing off for $50 billion, whatever they want to do. Wow. And they can keep the ESPN brand. It, but Disney Corp sells the ESPN brand and everything that comes with it. Smart move. If that's what they do. But it's, it feels that it feels like this is that move because you're right. It doesn't there are competing interests here about it it's a small world. I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't, this one doesn't pass the spell test for me. It's Matterhorn and Disney princesses and, you know, Moana and, and you know, the windfall, the, the waterfall now is money, not, you know, some Island that comes to life. So Richard Kalish in the chat. I haven't seen Richard in before, but thank Hi. you, sir, for being here. You just <laughs> Disney books, you must be this height to enter. <laughs> I love this show. I love you guys in this chat. I mean, we're doing the show, but you guys are the show. Oh, that might be one of the best. That, that's one of the best things I've heard. So that's phenomenal. Shut that down. Damn. Dude, if we had hats. Well. We need we need to have hats. We need to give we need the guy a post of the day. That's the post of the day. That's awesome. <laughs> you have to be this tall to get in. Man. Oh, oh that's Thank phenomenal. You, you must be 54 inches to place a bet here, sir. <laughs> but I'm 52 inches. Yeah, sorry. You know, you, you're not tall enough to place a bet. Can't come in. Sorry. Can't come in. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's <sighs> phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, so we'll watch it. I mean, there's a lot more to come on that, but that that's obviously seismic, huge news in the in the sports. How does world. it affect the content space? Um, how does it affect the content space? I as don't far think as that, like. I think ESPN hires more people. I think that they produce more betting content now. They'll push it out harder. So many people go. Yeah, but they can bring it back for a lot cheaper. Right. I mean, if you're like, I'm making three, you got to get to one, one person, one guy's making 300 K. You get another guy coming in making a hundred. You save $200,000. Do that five times. It's a million dollars. So, I mean, you can, right. I think those, I think they'll hire more digital shows. I think there'll be more online shows like ours, like this being, being produced. Mm. Um, I think they will need to hire some grownups <laughs> to come in. And talk about this stuff. I I think they got to be careful because I think we've seen that the bar. Are they going to get the backlash now though? Like the the natural yes. inclination. There's yes. guys already in the chat talking about. I don't trust that that show. I don't trust anything I see. Just in life, you shouldn't just take what anybody says for, you know, a hundred percent gospel. But now you're talking about like 
somebody just put in the implication about having fantasy shows and talking yes. about certain props. Yes. That the book may need the other side and all this other. That's bad business. That's just that's a people it's are going to make that judgment, right? They should hundred percent. They do. It's the same mm-hmm. thing if you work for a sports book and they give you. I, I say it all the time. Whenever my bets get boosted, I get pissed off. I don't like it. I feel like it's a loser. The second you see a boost, you know, if I'm on the Dodgers money line today and the Dodgers, oh, hey, well, it was minus 125. Now it's even money on the Dodgers. I'm like, oh, cross that off. That's a loss. Even it might win. It just, you get the inclination that that's what will happen. So, you know, how do they do the sign-up bonuses? That's going to be a big question I have. How do they acquire new customers? What's the incentive to go ahead and use it? They're in 16 states, okay? You know, ESPN bet's not going to you know, limp in. They're coming in with a huge database and 16 licenses. And they'll probably get New York now. Barstool was not getting, New York was not really interested. Uh... Okay, Barstool couldn't, get, Penn could not get Barstool licensed in New York. They'll get it licensed now. ESPN bet will be licensed in New York. So they'll have that going for them. <sighs> that's a big, that's a big leg up. That's a big start. So it's not like they're the ESPN bets not coming from scratch. Correct. So they're, they're coming in with a, with an opportunity. Is there this true. Daniel G just came in a chat and said, Disney branded slots on a mobile casino. Now shaking my head. They're going after the Disney adults too. There's there's slots. They have mobile. Well, the, I thought the, I, I thought slot? the, I, hold on. Uh, do me a favor. I thought the I casino was going to be the Hollywood casino brand that Penn runs, not ESPN. So go look. I read that in the article. The article said that the iCasino was being split and the Hollywood casino brand was going to be used, not okay. ESPN. Well, but you're right. They are going to market to the iCasino. The, the Hollywood, all of them. Yeah. yeah. The Hollywood is going to get. I can tell you this from my personal experience. I worked at the M when it was independent yeah. and came in and bought the M. Right. The world changed. For the worse. A lot of people left. Okay. Mm. A lot of people left. Mm. We'll, leave so, it at that. we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Dave Roberts is not a happy camper, Dave. Uh, he believes that Seth Lugo's claim that the Dodgers are stealing signs is, well, an excuse for what the Dodgers just did to the pitching staff of the San oh. Diego Padres. Oh. They lit him up. Mm. Scoring all four games went over. Dodgers essentially they ended this Padres season, but they came pretty damn close to ending the Padres season with that. Yep. With what they did to them. Is stealing signs without electronic help a big deal? Um when it's blatantly obvious mm-hmm. and you're almost rubbing your your nose in the person's you're rubbing their nose in it and stuff, right. it's annoying. I don't know if it's if it's what's the word you used? Egregious? Wrong? I mean, it's part of the game. Is it? I don't think it's. I, look, I think it's, it's not illegal of, if you're using technology to do it, or you're using illegal. illegal means to do it. It's That's illegal. illegal, right? But if you're just stealing something, but if I'm you, watching the dugout and I know that every yeah. time he does this, that he's going to throw a curveball, right? I think that's part of the game. That's part of the game. If you're tipping your pitches, now, 
if I have a camera placed, a hidden right. camera placed, and I'm shining it in there, and I'm rewinding it in the clubhouse going, watch when he does this, what's that pitch? Watch when he does this, what's that pitch? Now I'm cheating to figure it out. Right. That's Bush League. That's illegal. That's against the rules. Yeah, that's, the that's Stealing that's, signs is not against the rules. No. How you steal the sign, that makes it against the rules. How, how do you steal sign now? They, they literally push a button and they talk to them in their hat. They have their thing. Well, that's pitching. But you, you, if you're tipping a pitch or bunt, steal, whatever. I mean, I think if a pitcher is tipping his pitches, I'm under no responsibility to tell you what I'm seeing. Well, the way the Dodgers are hitting the ball, they feel like they know what pitch is coming. And that's what that's that, that's what Lugo is saying. He's saying, you know, they had to, you know, they, he believes they were tipping their that they were stealing signs, tipping pitches, and they knew what was coming because the Dodgers, I mean, they scored 13 runs in that last game. Scored, I think it was eight or more runs in every game. I just I just want to jump in here real quick. Ryan Klaus just said that the um he is his best friend. Early preliminary power slap for Logan the Tank Green Greenshaw. Okay. I don't know how to say it. Makes his debut tonight, 6 p.m. Vegas time versus Recon Rombo. There's no lines up, uh, but Logan at is Circa, free. At Circa, there is. Oh, is there slap? Okay. So I'm not a yeah. big slap league guy. Ryan, Circa's, I just wanted to read that because there's no lines elsewhere. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty, Circa's yeah. the official book of the slap league right yeah so they probably have it actually I yeah. can look right because i mean they're, they're the official of slam ball and the slap league oh so i'm pretty sure that, that they'll i mean they hosted those slap league fights at circa right so well, my guess is that they'll do them again like there's no stealing day. signs in slap league no you know there's <laughs> no, no stealing signs that's for sure no. um i don't know like i was coaching and the other team I was playing once, they figured out my pitch calling pattern. Oh. And I called a pitch and he said something. The third base coach, they were, I was in the dugout, and he his he basically told his girl that a changeup was coming. And she hit the ball in the gap in right center field. And I called timeout and I went out to the mound. They said they know all our signals. I said, so we have to change the way I'm going to call the pitches. I was calling them out numbers. Oh, uh, okay. And he knew the pattern that he knew. He knew at least what pitch it was. He didn't know location, okay. but he knew pitch. And if you know pitch in sure. softball, yeah. it's a huge advantage. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I walked back towards the dugout and I said, good job. You got it. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, I know you know what I'm calling. <laughs> and I said it loud enough for the whole park to hear because I was pissed off. But I was pissed yeah. off not because he was doing it. Because yeah. I let him figure it out. Right. That's the game. 100%. That's baseball. I mean, that's, I have no problem I with I saw that signs. guy None. last year. I said, You remember me? <laughs> he goes, Damn right, I do. He goes, I like the Bostonian versus the book. I like, Shut up. Swear to God, wow. I got him on. That's amazing. I got him to follow me and right. listen to Cash Considerations. Yeah. And he somehow found this. Nice. And he said he's a cop when he's out driving around or sitting on a patrol. He says, I put your show on. He said, you still make me laugh. I said, I can't believe you were calling out city um, <laughs> capitals of states. 
he would say a city name that meant changeup. If he said a state, it meant fastball. I had to figure out his pattern. He would yell Wichita. And I'm like, what the? Why is he yelling states? Then he would yell Kansas 75, this and that. Like he would just start saying, and I was like, this guy's up to something. And I was with a, a, another coach who wasn't getting what I was saying. I'm like, he knows something that we're doing. He's not huh. just the geography major, right? Now. <laughs> I'm nice. telling you something's up. Right. When that girl hit that ball in a gap for a triple like- on a changeup outside, I said, damn it, timeout. And that was it. We had to change everything. So that's the game. Do you have a problem with it? I don't have a problem with it. None. As long as it's not being done with electronics. I have absolutely no problem with stealing signs. It's part of the game. Time for Otani watch the angels finally win a game. They snapped their seven game losing streak last night, beating the giants. Otani pitches today for the angels. Yes. Short price. Minus one thirty. I mean, how do you, you make him higher? You like? I mean, it's Otani. I know, but they're the Angels. They, they just lost seven in a row. <laughs> just saying. Is it the time to jump on that price? Grab the Angels here with Otani on the mound. I think so. Right? It's not yeah. expensive. Not I'm a bad time to tonight. Not a bad time to grab it. This is this is what. This is why you kept them. This is why you traded for other people. We got a meaningful game in August. You found a way to finally win yesterday. Right. You hand him the ball today and say, let's go. Go win us a game. This might be one of those, if he's feeling good, the Giants strike out a lot. They swing and miss a lot. This might be one of those masterpieces like Detroit. Over over K? Yes. Seven and a half? I didn't the see K the price. Guys, I didn't if see you know price. what the K prop is for Otani, put it in the chat. It should be higher than that, no? Well, it's That's either seven and a half or eight and a half. That's high. Seven and a half side, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It might be six and a half with the over juice. Right. But, okay. Um, I would make the number seven and a half just without looking. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't look, but I mean, we do the content enough, and I used to make the numbers in a book and actually take the bets. I still make the numbers now, but I don't take right. the bets. Oh, Diablo 666 said the Angels' money line is boosted at his book. Uh, see? It's a problem. Mm. Not a fan. Not Somebody not fan. put in the Otani prop. Uh, Otto, big part of the show, mm. said he coaches his daughter's softball team, and he stares at the other team's coaches for the steal signs. He's trying to constantly see when they're giving the steal sign Fair. so he can alert his catcher. She's going this pitch. Fair. Throw her out. Nothing wrong with that. None. There it is. Seven and a half over is minus 106 on FanDuel. Thank you, J. Dow Betts. Ryan K also posted seven and a half. Would you go over or under? Over. Yeah. I, I mean, he has to be. He has to be elite every time he pitches. All of that is true every time he pitches. Today. He After the seven-game losing streak and how everything's yeah. going bad, yeah. this is the day you yep. win. Not he needs to win anybody over. Two nothing, he, three nothing. He takes the ball, he puts him on his back and says, "Go get me two boys, because they're yeah, only getting they're one getting today." One. Right. 
That's it. That's how you that's that's an ace. That's the best pitcher in the game. Yeah. Plus you got you got the Giants lineups. <laughs> yeah. We mentioned it being Raiders Day. It is time for the 32 teams and 31 shows being brought to you by Circa Sports. The biggest pro football contest in Las Vegas is back again for the fifth year with 14 million guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere with two ways to play and no rake. Play the million pro football contest with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. Pick a winner with the Circa Survivor Contest. Select one team each week with no point spread. Get your share of $14 million in prizes. Visit circusports.com for full details. The team we are doing today, 32 teams and 31 shows, is the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. Number is juiced to six and a half over, minus 120. Last year, they went six and 11. Highly disappointing in the first year for Devontae Adams to be in a Raiders uniform, but the quarterback situation was a little bit topsy-turvy. Derek Carr is now gone. He is in New Orleans. Reasons to be excited. Jimmy Garoppolo knows Josh McDaniel's system, and that should mean a bigger offensive year with given the weapons that they currently have. Darren Waller is is with the Giants, however, but they do still have very good wide receivers led by arguably the best in the game in Devontae Adams. But to be concerned, Josh Jacobs could miss the entire season. He may not play. Uh, I don't know, man. He's been pretty. He's been pretty adamant that he's not playing for $10 million and the Raiders are not interested in paying him a lot of money. They don't want a long-term contract. They're playing. This is, this is the contract holdout. Saquon did his thing. This is the one Jacobs is dug in here. So I hope you're right. I hope he is playing. If he does play, the defense needs to improve dramatically for the Raiders. If they're going to be even remotely, remotely competitive this season, because the schedule is brutal. This is <laughs> this is not an easy schedule for anyone. Are we closer to the three and fourteen that we saw in the USA Today thing yesterday, or well, no? We can go through it. I mean, you can see if you, if you can come up with an idea of are we only going to see three wins here out of this team because they open up on the road at Denver and at Buffalo. That loss, is, loss. And then Pittsburgh comes to town in week three for the home opener. This is why everybody keeps texting me. Why? I didn't realize it was in September. Yes. Oh, my friends keep asking me if I got an in for tickets and stuff. <laughs> it's next month. I don't have no ins for tickets. It's six months away. It's six, six weeks out. This explains everything. <laughs> I thought they were coming to say hi to me. They don't, they're coming to see the Steelers play. Mm-hmm. Sunday night football. Yep. What are we going to be doing for Sunday night football? We might have, that might be really a lot of fun. Holy crap. See, McAfee's got the up to, t- up to something season. We got to come up with some, something like Pat on that. We, we got to rip that off in some form or fashion. Cause we do have something <laughs> cooking for that Sunday night football. <sighs> got something. Cook, I think cook, the Steelers cooking. are going to lose that game. That's wow. a greater win. Okay. I think they beat Denver. Even though Denver's been a house of horrors, I think they beat Denver at Denver in week one. I think they get throttled by the Buffalo Bills on the road in week two. I think they come back. I think they, I mean, I don't know. I think they lose to Pittsburgh and they lose to the Chargers on the road. I think it's a one and three start. 
I have a different way to get to the one and three. I have them losing all the road games and winning the home game. Okay. And one then and Green Bay at home. I'll give them a W with Green Bay at home. They split the Green Bay New England games. Yeah, I think they lose. Win the one, lose one. I'll they'll say lose to the Patriots. Belichick two. is Belichick's coming in with a bazooka in that game. He's gonna. He's got Garoppolo and McDaniel's. <laughs> you want to talk about a guy who's going to be grinding Patriots after what happened here last year with the way the Patriots lost the game at the Raiders last year? You better damn believe the Patriots are coming for a win here this season. That's one of the few games I feel very confident in saying the Patriots are going to win because there's no way they're losing back-to-back years the way that that game went last year. I have two. I have two. Uh, let's go at Chicago. At Chicago, at Detroit, they split. I would agree. I there's one three. win out of their three. Home for the Jets and the Giants. Giants first, Jets second. What a weird schedule. This is home, home, away, away. Home, home, away, away. Yep. They split that. I don't know which one, which way. Well, beat one New York and then lose to the other New York. So wait a yeah. second. You're telling me, look at this. I told you the home schedule is insane. I've been telling you this. The home schedule hold, for the Raiders hold, is insane. Hold, hold yes. on, hold on, hold on. That's another Sunday night football game against the Jets. Yes. On the 12th. The week before, or the week, is that the week of the F1? Yes, that is the week of the F1. Yes, it's a, F1 is Saturday. They're on no, Sunday. Can't be. That, it that, is, I yeah. think is it, the, it is. Yeah, that's the week. November, so we're going to have the all 11th. these people from all these other countries in for this. On top of that, they'll be leaving. Two weeks straight. They'll be leaving. They'll be flying out on Sunday. That's and everyone's fine, coming in to watch the game. Two weeks prior to. Week prior and the week of, all these people from New York are going to come here. Try to. Good luck. We're Not going to be able to. People here. From yeah, I mean, the teams I, are going to be staying out by me. They're going to be out at Red Rock. <laughs> like the they teams might are be a be, perump. <laughs> the teams are going to be far what away. What in the hell is going on? This is way too many New York people in Las Vegas for a two-week stretch for me. Look at the home game schedule. What Hits in the hell is happening? Look at the fan bases coming to Vegas, okay? Just look at the schedule. It's incredible. Steelers, Packers, Patriots, Giants, Jets, Chiefs, Vikings, and Broncos, Chargers. Sorry, Will. Holy shit. This is going to be incredible. Right. Those are all traveling. Like Teams. those are all like bring full force people coming to town. <laughs> They're going oh. to be here. Oh. For the, it's going to be this schedule for the Raiders is unreal for home games in terms of just like selling out the, the stadium and booking hotel rooms and everything else. It's I wild. thought we were going to just be busy in August until we got all these people signed up. And then we're going to just like kind of go to normal every week. Somebody's coming in and we're going to have to go do an appearance or go meet people, which I love Say to hi. do anyway, but like, right. but, Holy crap. Yep. So anyways. Holy crap. So you're at four wins. I'm at four wins at Miami. No. Right. Home for Kansas City. Before the bye. With these. They have. the away team, Kansas City. I'll say they lose at home and win on the road. What? I'll say they lose the home game. Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Do they beat the Chiefs at home? Gosh, no. Okay. No, I can't do that. Uh, oh, Tyler says the Jet game is before F1. So I, yeah, thought the F1, that, I, thought, I thought the F1 was on the 11th of November. No, it's the it's the week. 17th? After. Okay. It's, yeah, it's the Thursday, okay. Friday, Saturday you, after that. 
Okay. Thank you for that. So it's a week after. So it's not the same week. Okay. So it's New York, New York, and then F1. So giant fans, jet fans, and then F1 fans. So in three straight weeks here in Vegas. Oh, you're at what? Text from Tyler too. Thanks. Tyler. You're at four. I'm at four. Lose the Kansas City game. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll go back. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct this. I think they start two and two. They beat the Chargers on the road. Okay. So I, I'm at five. Bye week home for Minnesota. That's the game they win. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, and I think they beat the Chargers as well. I think the I think the Raiders have a chance to sweep the Chargers. They always play them super, super tough. They'll be home dogs too. Thursday, okay. Thursday night football too. Oh, the Thursday games. I love the home teams. Okay, yeah. so I have six right now. So do I. At Kansas City on Christmas Day. <laughs> that's the game they win. Wow. Yeah, they. That's the. That's the. the they're going mean, to win lose the home game, and then they'll go there and win on Christmas. They're going to lose at Arrowhead. I mean, they're going to win at Arrowhead on Christmas. Mahomes yeah. is losing a home game at. Oh boy, I don't think so. No, I disagree. The juice just came in the chat and said, "There's no way the Raiders beat the Chiefs at home unless Mahomes is injured that week." I would agree with you, and I think they win the next two games at Indy and at Denver. They went out. No, oh, they split those. Eight wins. It's either seven eight. or eight. Eight and nine. What's the season win total? Six. Nah. Season win six, six and a half. I like the over. Again, for a third straight year, I'm going to bet the over. I'm one and one so far betting the over on this. What would I bet? I think I would bet under. Under? You think six wins? You said seven or eight, you just said. You got to like, feel like, like, but man, there's eights, a lot of tough games there. Yes. Yes, that is not a that. I mean, the people that do their schedule ratings, I love those people because I don't really know how they come up with some of these numbers. Like they just look at last year's record and go, "Oh, well, if you add up all the records of the teams they're playing, then they have the hardest schedule." Okay, but the teams are different. Like there should be nothing involved with Green Bay in making someone's schedule rating because Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback anymore. So it's a big difference. Um, That's a hard schedule. That that could, what's the ceiling? Like if they have a great year, they win nine. No, I think if they, they have a great year, if, if if we go to to the top, they can't win ten in that schedule. Do you think they could win ten games? Well, okay, give them Denver, Pitts. Give them all. Give them all the home. Give them seven and one at home. Right. Beating with this those the, games, you think they could go seven and one at the ceiling? Here is the most important stretch of this season at Chicago, at Detroit, home for New York, home for the Jets and Giants. That four game stretch will dictate the entire bet. Because if they run through that and go four and oh, which they could, they go four and oh there. The top, if they go one and three, if they split and go two and four to start and then go four and oh, and they're six and four and they go to Miami and say Tua is not Tua, Tua's hurt, whatever, they win that game. They lose to KC at home. I think they're going to lose both games to Kansas City. Right. But right there, that's seven. Vikings, Chargers, 8-9, Indianapolis, Denver, 10-11. I mean, that's, I mean, I think their ceiling is 10. 10 and 7 is not impossible. It could happen. It's a great season. I I mean, that's, I, I think the ceiling's nine, and I think the bottom... Oh gosh, it's four. 
I was going to say it could get as low as four, I think legitimately five. So five, six is under. Seven, eight, and nine are all over. I'd have made the number seven. I'd have taken a yeah. push. It feels like seven is is right in the sweet spot. Seven and six ten and a half. The juice over is fine, but slight juice. Chat, you guys are all here again. Thank you for being here and liking the show, watching the show, subscribing to the show. Las Vegas Raiders season wins six and a half. Ove or un? I like to say that 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 was the keyboard symbol on the when you wrote tickets it just said ov and the other one said un so we used to say you got ov or you got on so i'm asking you guys ov or un for raiders season wins i think we'll get more oves you like ov three years in a row betting it three years in a row one and one betting it let's go what was the number last year do you remember Uh, i think it said seven and a half Last year, it was six the year before, seven and a half last year. Oh, so we adjusted it back down six and a half. Huh. <laughs> First one out of the gate, JC from KC, under the. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good split, though. Under, under, ove, ODU, under, ove, on, ove, on, on, on. Over to wow, <laughs> so split okay. So we'll watch that. Uh, time for the brigade proxy service NFL story of the day 702 570 8255. Hey, if you're in town watching this show, you guys need it. We're coming two o'clock today. Dave and I will be down at the D near Circa. If you need it to be signed up, we can take care of you this afternoon. Okay, so we'll be down there. We'll be there. I mean, I may legitimately just hang. For a while. I mean, just go down. I got you a comfy spot. One of them nice booths. You you commandeered one of those for us? Yes, I did. Oh. And they suggested we make a sign that stands up. Like everybody else. Well, okay. Well, I'll do that. Then after we sign up at two o'clock, I will go to the local print shop. I will get a brigade proxy service print up and I will do one of those little things and I'll stick it and I'll piss off. Everyone else in the building who is trying to do the same thing, and they'll, they'll be so mad at us, and it will be awesome because they will literally. I hate me in the back of my head, and I can't wait for it. <laughs> I cannot wait for it. It's so, so good. on on the up escalator side. Okay, the last booth on the right, the, the in the VIP row. Uh huh. Tom, our friend from Vegas yeah. Proxies, on the other side, opposite. He's on the we left are- side. Okay, so we'll be on the right side. Right side, strong side. Love it. Starting right today. Starting today. Anytime we want. Okay. That's where I will be. I said, um, the gentleman we're signing up today is staying at the D. Yes. So I said, you don't have to walk up the street. We'll come here. You can sign up at the D. Beautiful. So we're going to sign him up there. Beautiful. But I mentioned to maybe 500 people last night that. You could see us at the Circa. We'll be in the booth hanging out. You can reach us at Brigade Proxy on the Twitter. Yeah, I'm, or, I'll, have, I'll, I'll have that hat on. So if you're looking for the, I'll, I'll wear that hat because it, yeah. it's bright so, and it pops. So I'll wear, that. I'll wear that. Uh, Ron Rivera is the head coach of the Washington Commanders. And he is, well, having to apologize today because 
He made Wait, the what comment. What is his title? Head coach. I thought wasn't the enemy. Oh, he's the offensive coordinator. That's all he is. Yeah, he left Kansas City because he needs to go improve it with other people because he he's not getting head coaching jobs. So didn't I? I thought I saw when Bienemy left. He was an associate head coach. That right? Okay, fine, fair. But, but he's running the he's running the offense. Okay, and Ron Rivera is still he's, the head coach. Yes, running the and defense. still ideally probably runs the defense. Yeah. So hmm. Rivera said Tuesday that some of the players were concerned by Bienemy's coaching style. So he encouraged them to speak directly by the to way, the coordinator. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this, but seven zero two five seven zero eight two five five is the proxy number, right? Yeah. That is also comes out to 702-570-TALK. No. Okay. That's awesome. I did not know that. Sonic. The That's man. Phenomenal. That's Just phenomenal. Just posted that in the chat. 702-570-TALK. We'll talk to you. Wow. That's great. I, 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 you just made my day again. <laughs> really Go ahead. Put my foot back in my mouth. Go ahead. What did he say? Well, he noted Wednesday that he did not mean to label his players as soft by pointing out their concerns about Bienemy's coaching style. He said, quote, it's trying to understand more than anything else. Eric has an open door and the guys came in and talked to him and they're starting to see results. Guys aren't fighting it now. They just wanted to know why. The article was written yesterday. The headlines could have been the players understand the players are getting it instead of what they said, Rivera said. Guys are willing to talk, and Eric is very honest and very blunt and very upfront, which is great because all because we all know where he stands, and that's the important thing. I was just trying to convey that we all have to do things our own way. Neither one of us is doing anything better. I had Buddy Ryan riding me for two years as a player in Chicago. I had Mike Dicker riding me for nine. It's the way they did things. Their approach is different than mine. We all have our own ways. As a position coach, I was different. Each step you take is part of the evolution and growth in you as a head coach. I mean, this is not good stuff. This is not what you want to be talking about right now. These are the conversations. If your team is not on the same page, if your coaches aren't on the same page, these are the comments that get made. You're communicating through the press versus communicating to each other. Well, 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 you have to communicate internally to then communicate through the press, but they're not doing that. That's right. No, you don't know that. What we're seeing is this. They may have already taken care of us. He might've had a closed door meeting and said, listen, we're, we're messing this up in here. Okay. I'm going to tell them out there, everything's fine. And it's my fault. I'm going to take the heat or. He actually did this and apologized in a room and said, I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to publicly put this fire out because I said the wrong thing. And I'm going to go tell them. Who knows what went on behind the closed doors? I used to see this all the time. When you're there every day as a beat reporter, like Adam Hill does a tremendous job with the Raiders. Right. And he tells us the truth. Yeah. You know what goes on behind the closed doors when you're there every day. You're one of them. You become earning their trust. Yeah. This is a good thing where he has to put this out now. I don't know what the expectations are. How did we not get to the commanders yet in this thing? They're not one of the bottom seven teams? Now, okay, just to clarify where 
the list came from. The, the list I'm using is Pro Football Focus's ranking of teams heading into 2023 after the NFL draft. Okay. So it, it was written basically, I think it was written in, in late May that it came out. So I just grabbed a list of an order. So like we'll get to the commanders coming up very soon. Okay. 25 we're on Raiders were 25th. We're seven teams in. We started on Tuesday. This is now Wednesday. This is now Wednesday. So we're seven teams in. Hmm. So or tw- or eight, eight teams in rather. So your math stinks. Can't remember how, when we started. So we, August first was Tuesday, right? So it would have been four. No, no, three. I don't seven. even know what day. Thank you. Four. Thank four and three. Yes, there we go. Seven. It was right. Yes, we're seven in. This is our seventh team today. Sometimes I don't have a. That's right. You did it yesterday. You're like today's what? Yeah. I don't know what day it is. I got I, up this morning and I I looked at Kendall. She was getting ready for school. I said, "What is today?" She goes, "Look yeah. at me." She's like, "It's Wednesday. Why?" And I'm like, "Oh, I thought it was Friday." She's like, "What's wrong with you?" I said, I was dreaming about something. I thought it was Friday because <laughs> I got this panel. I got to go. Right, right, Friday right. And I was like, I thought I overslept and we were doing the show late. early. Right, I right. completely panicked. But see, um, I don't know. I, I Again, a lot of people like to get the preseason information and read messages into the coaches saying stuff. I ignore it all and watch baseball, bro. I can't take it. <laughs> what do you take from this? <laughs> Nothing. We'll move on. Thank you. Broadcaster Kevin Brown could cash in from the Orioles suspension. ESPN, what? there's there's actually his profile and ESPN announcing assignments are poised to increase in the coming years. And everyone's been talking about Kevin Brown. Could this be the best thing that ever happened to this kid? Could could he wind up getting getting big, big job offers now to do like national baseball broadcasts because of what the Orioles did? It's possible. Yes. It's really possible. It's amazing. Right. It would be awesome if that's the outcome. If the outcome is that the guy gets suspended for something stupid and his career takes off because of it, it would be the best thing that could ever happen to the kid. Be unbelievable. It would be so cool. I thought I had my Orioles hat here. I wanted to wear oh. my Orioles hat today when I saw this story. Mm. Um, good for him. Amen to that. I love it. Very, good for very him. cool. So we'll see what happens with with Kevin Brown as as his career progresses after the team suspended. He's back Friday broadcasting games. By the way, he'll be he'll be back. Uh, this story is phenomenal. Nick Saban sent a private jet to Pete Rose to pick him up to bring him to to Tuscaloosa to talk to his players about sports gambling. Wow! Went ahead and flew him in <laughs> by a private jet. To tell his kids about sports betting and the dangers of sports betting. <laughs> Could that be like Pete's new gag? Like he just be, he's, he's just a guy out there telling everyone, you know, he does. Cause that's what happened. Remember that happened with Ryan leaf when Ryan leaf got busted and Ryan leaf had all the problems with substance abuse that he, he went ahead and did all that. He went on a, on a, on a tour around NFL teams talking about substance abuse and problems you can get into. Pete, Pete Rose's new bag is you just go ahead and fly it around. By the way, who's Nick Sagan? That would be, that would, that would be, um, I don't know who Nick Sagan is. Sorry, <laughs> Nick Saban. <laughs> Sorry, just caught that. I was like, wait a minute, what's that? I who's Nick Sagan? <laughs> I just was waiting for no, you. Gotta, to you gotta tell me. You, you, gotta, you see that? You gotta just, tell me that. Just let it go. Hmm. I don't even care. Nick Sagan. What is Pete gonna say? Don't do it. 
<laughs> I did it. Don't, don't be me. Is he specifically talking about sports gambling? Yes. He got a private jet to come. Does he live here? Uh, yeah. Or he's not longer, no longer. I don't know if he. I don't know. It, it, I don't it, think doesn't it where it came. It said Fitterman Sports, who is the person, is people who handles all of the uh, signing. If you guys come to Vegas and go to Pete Rose's signings, you'll see Fitterman Sports. That's who has the exclusivity to book Pete Rose to sign. Tweeted, thank you, Coach Saban, for sending your personal Alabama jet to Houston and inviting Fitterman Sports and my exclusive client, Pete Rose, to the University of Alabama. He's 82 now. All right. Let's let's just put this into perspective. I mean, remember about These the Bama kids baseball. on this Alabama football team. Do not know who he is. Not only don't know who he is, their <laughs> okay. parents don't know Fair. who Pete Rose is. Fair. Okay? Yeah. Nick's doing somebody a favor, whether it's Pete or somebody. Maybe he needs to burn some fuel. Go get Pete Rose. Have him pay, have Pete come in. We'll talk to the kids about the gambling. Right. Pete's 82. Yeah. Get Don't get job. me wrong. I've had Pete at the cage next to me while I was doing pitching stuff. Like Pete came and did a clinic oh. at the, the batting wow. cages a few years That's ago. Cool. And I watched it. And my daughters, you know, watched it and. I asked the kids that came out of it afterward, what'd you think? And they're like, I don't even know who that guy was. He was an old guy. He was an old guy coach. I'm like, just so you know, there's a guy that has the most hits in major league baseball history. That's that. That's old him. Guy. <laughs> and they're like, you serious, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's his name's Pete Rose. Why was he such in a bad mood? I'm like, cause he always is because this is what Pete does. Like he's, he's in his mid seventies. He's tired. You guys didn't pick up the balls fast enough. He probably had to go home and have dinner and he didn't want to be here that long. Like, I don't know why. Right. Can you imagine kids in an Alabama football meeting room going, who is this? What is he telling us? He doesn't even know how to open his app on his phone. Oh, true. Or his phone, period. He has a flip phone with all those big numbers. <laughs> what, right? Like, you know, what are we doing? I mean, again, it's getting so intertwined with our lives. These kids have the scrutiny. We just saw what happened with Iowa and Iowa State. The message has to be driven home. It still may not be followed. I don't want Pete being the guy to deliver the message to the number three college football ranked team in the country. It's, it's hollow. In my opinion. What do I know? Don't think you're wrong, but you know, we'll see how we'll see what happens with football. It's a lot of lip service. It's for saving the covers, but Hey, you know, Bama baseball had their problems. We're taking the bull by the horns. We're not going to follow suit here. That was them. This is us. We're going to bring in Pete Rose to give the horror stories about what you should and shouldn't do. Can't say I didn't tell the kids. I brought in Charlie Hustle to tell the Nick's, kids about sports. Smart. Nick Saban is so smart. He really is. Oh, yeah. Just a way of saying, hey, don't come at me. You know, that's your problem. Not my problem. <laughs> remember, remember basketball? With, with basketball, with the whole thing, with, with what happened with 
you know, he was, was like, Alabama. Hey, yeah, he was like Nick Saban's always like that. He's like, yeah, so that's basketball. Hey, 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 you, me. You did time down there, yeah. you know, worked and lived and everything. Of course. Do they have extra scrutiny on them after that basketball season last year? Like, does the when football he, team and everything have just not just the gambling? Do they have extra eyes and scrutiny? I mean, they're always their Alabama. People are looking to take them down. So there's but, um let's let, let's let's do it like like a visual here. Um let's do like a visual. Yeah, Hold like like so like um put the dark glasses on this this is every other sports team what is in terms that? of what is that? The, how much how much interest you can put into every other sports team in Alabama. Okay. And then this is football. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's the basketball difference. team was the number one ranked team in the country yep it's a thimble here you go it's a thimble <laughs> it's a thimble was that on your desk did yes. you have a thimble on your desk no this is a, this is a cover of a, of a coke bottle oh 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 i thought you actually this had a thimble no, i was like is, what are you doing is sewing coke, over there yeah, this is a coke bottle and this is how much interest there is in football <laughs> <laughs> okay, a coffee mug. It's a very big difference in the amount of liquid you're going to put into either or. That is the difference between Alabama football and everything else. Baseball, gymnastics, um, baseball has been very good. Number number five ranked been very in good. the country. Softball, big. Gymnastics has been very good. Co- college swimming, been very diving? good. Swimming, diving. Uh, Auburn, Auburn's better at swimming and diving than Alabama is, but 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 yes. Roll it all up, and it's still not even fifteen percent of football. Are they are they covering like Pete coming back to talk to the kids? Is like, is there somebody going to be at the airport? Like, it happened like today. Welcome him happened. in. He's there now. Happened. He's today. there now. Yeah. This is probably a big deal. No, they took the plane. Nick's personal plane. It's a university's plane. Nick probably just tells where 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 to go with it, but I, I doubt. Hey, he go pick it. up Rose. P- yeah, Pete Rose. Yeah, he's down in Florida now. Go get him and Houston, bring him back. To yes, me. Houston and Tuscaloosa is probably a three two hour flight, hour and a half flight. Nothing. Go get him. Pick it up. Nothing. Easy. I mean, the Bama baseball team had a lot of interest in them this past season. Thank you, Whitrock, for pointing that out. What? Wait, there are gambling people, scandal there broke are up people, the whole thing. There are people in Alabama that do not even know that they play baseball in Tuscaloosa. Like this is the the level. There are so many people who co, who are Bama football fans who never went to the school, who do not talk about anything else but Alabama football. Oh, those it's people. all yeah. they do, yeah. all they talk about, all That's they it. care about. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 Basketball and baseball is what they do until the spring game. That's what it's what it's okay. That's all it is. It's just a way of getting us to the spring game. Then the spring game happens, and after the spring game, now it's a countdown to kickoff. Now we go to the beach and hang out a little bit until the kids come back for the camp. And then July happens and the kids are back, and now it's a countdown to kickoff. How who are we playing week one? When's when when's Texas coming in? You know, start talking trash, you're going on message boards, you go on the longhorn message boards, you start talking oh. all, all your trash, rip it on. You guys are coming in here, we're gonna, you know, rip you a new one. You're not gonna be able to deal with what we're gonna do. <laughs> That's Alabama. Football, football season. Yes. It never isn't football season there. It always is football season. It's just a level of are we at full throttle? Or are we at like two or three on the burner? But it's all the, the burner is always lit. It's always burning gas. Football season's always cooking. It's just a matter of what intensity are we, are we cooking at. 
in Tuscaloosa, in Birmingham, Huntsville, Montgomery, in the state. So that's how, that's how Nate Oates kept his job, in case you're curious. You're wondering, like, how did Brandon Miller brought a gun that got used to kill somebody? How did that kid stay on the team and played? It wasn't football season. It wasn't football season. <laughs> and it wasn't football. Even in football, they may let him do it too. I mean, it's just like, you know, what's that? Uh, da, da, yeah, we don't, nah, don't worry about that. Yeah. We're not gonna, When's the spring game? Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Keep going. It is time for bet it or book it time. This number has moved a little bit, but I was going to bet the over in this game because the Dodgers have been so consistent. We pushed it last night. And if you right. watched how we got nine. it, we, we were lucky there. We, we pushed nine. So I, I got a fortuitous bounce there on that, but we got the Braves game way, right? Good Did job. You just squeeze that. in a fortuitous a minute and an hour and 35 minutes into the show. Very yes, nice sir. work. Fortuitous. So we, we, we able to grab a hold of that. Yes. You had the over two and a half home runs, which tripled, right? You went three times over. They that, hit right? six home runs in the Pirates and Braves game. That was good. I actually got a text from one of the Bet Rivers guys that said, I must give you complete props for that because it was a nice. fun bet that I didn't even know existed on the app. And he played it. And he said, How did you know they were going to hit six? I said, He didn't. I didn't know they were going to hit six. Yeah. <laughs> but I know they were going to hit hopefully more than two and a half. So congratulations. Acuna hits the first pitch of the game over the foul. Right. We got off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the bottom of the first, a pirate hit a home run. Yeah. So we had two home runs in the first inning. Right. If we didn't win that one, there was going to be a real good rant today. That would have uh, been a bad beat. So we're headed to the bottom of the eighth inning right now. Marlins yes. and the Reds. Yes. I'm on over 10. I'm, nice. guar- I'm guaranteed to have nine. Yeah. I might lose. It might be five, four though. Well, you just need I'm, to go to extras now. Correct. If I get, if it gets stay to extras, five, I stay four, four. Good. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. four, four in the ninth. We will we'll probably get there on the over. It's four, yes. two Rockies over the Brewers at the moment. That came in the bottom of the fourth inning. Betting your booking Dodgers money line against Arizona. What the hell? Merrill Kelly. Mm-hmm. Why? What am I missing? I mean, I know B. Miller, but like it should be minus 150. No, it's up to 135 now. It's down to 128. Wow. I got it 124 last night. I got 128, 130, 134, 130, 130, 129. Dodgers again. Mm -hmm. Slugfest. Over. Probably. Yeah. I I would, I would gonna, but I got nervous by it because at some point the Dodgers are going to cool off. I mean, last night was fortuitous. We should not have gotten that. That was lucky. Just use fortuitous twice in yes. two minutes. <laughs> Who did Dodgers play next? They play uh, the Rockies at okay. home. Right. Whew, they're starting to get rolling like really. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're going to be minus 300 against the Rockies. Mm-hmm. What would you make the line? Kershaw against Block. One eighty. What is it? One eighty. See, this is why you will be in charge of the media portion of the BBB book. <laughs> you will not be near the numbers. We will ask you what you think, and then we will know which way to shade what, it. You think 250, 260? It's minus 300 minimum. Damn. Did you not hear what I said? They're at least $3 favorites. Who in the hell is going to bet the Dodgers or the Rockies with Kershaw pitching fair. if they sweep the Diamondbacks? Oh, that's fair. And, and all the games yeah. go over. Right. They got the Rockies limping in. 
it's got to be at least three dollars. I I would argue it could be three twenty. No, you skip three ten. Used to be a big argument in the book. Oh. Uh, you go from three hundred to three twenty. You don't use three ten because the take back is odd. It's an okay. odd number. Okay. So we used to have a guy that said, "Just move it every ten cents." It just can't. I just got a flashback. I'm going to call that guy after the show. See how he's doing. I think he's still in the risk room. Bet it. Orioles Astros over nine. Where'd you come up with this one? I like if you look at Javier and Flaherty. Flaherty, yeah, Flaherty was very good in his first start. I think for Baltimore. He'll have a rockier start for Baltimore today. Astros have been crushing the baseball lately. They have been hitting, huh? Mm-hmm. How'd they come back and win that game yesterday? This offense is alive. Right? They get a grand slam late, I think. They were mm-hmm. they were down 6-3 or something. They won 7-6, yep. I think it was. Yep. Went over. Yep. Over. Over to. I think over to. Again, yeah. are, we, are we dogs at home again? Baltimore? No. Okay. Wow. Huge steam on Baltimore. Minus 145. Yeah, Javier's not been very good on the road. Over to. So, good. Well, uh, bet it. For you guys who are on Sports Grid, thank you for watching. We appreciate you guys. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. For you on live on YouTube and on Twitter, time for a favorite thing about today. You get it as part of bonus. All righty. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, well, obviously the show, but in addition to the show, Bet Bash is here. We discussed it at the beginning of the top of the show. Um, I was walking around in the San Francisco Giants get up yesterday. I had the, the, the hat on and the City Connect top. Okay. I can't begin to tell you how many people just came up to me and said, hey, Consig, or hey, Dave, I want to introduce myself. Da, 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 da. It was awesome. I met nice. a guy from Missouri yesterday. Nice. I met a guy from Alabama yesterday. Where? Do you know where? Um, I didn't ask the town. Okay. But um, I, I forget. I apologize. Sure. Um, New Jersey, New York, uh, Connecticut. <laughs> of course. <laughs> There's a lot of people from back east out here for this bet bash. A of lot course. of people. Florida, a bunch of different states. I saw um, a couple of our Vegas friends. Patrick was there. Patrick Everson. Rob Mish was there. Marcus Danito was there. It was a lot of fun. Everyone that I talked to asked about my family. They asked about this show. Had nothing to do with what did you like tonight? Yeah. What do you what do you have? Do you have action? Like one person asked me, you got any action tonight? I said, I don't even know who's playing. Oh, weird question to you. No, no. it's not. Happens Bet every Bash. day. I don't know. Bet every Bash is, isn't day. meant for that. Bet Bash is not meant for that. It's not meant for Well, it's daily just a question that people ask that they right. don't know. Like it's it's hard sometimes for people to come up to people. Right. So I'm leaving to go home. After mm-hmm. eating with the wager wire boys, the doctor and Travis, and Rizal, are they the in town? Was there. How, how long are they? They're in staying town? until Saturday. Okay, good. So, so okay. We'll, it's, there's no pressing time to see them, but we will sit down. Yeah, with yeah, them. yeah. cool. Um, but I'm leaving, 
And this guy goes, hey, can Sig. And I just turn and I go, hey, two guys, one's six foot five and the other one's probably six foot two. Okay. Six foot. And they're in good shape. They're working out. They're they're good shape. And I was just like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm looking up. Hey, man, follow you on Twitter. We're big fans. I'm like, thanks. Start talking. Two guys from New Jersey. And it turns out Joey Toons is working with them coming here as well. Joey Toons is. Joey Toons and Joey Sachs are different people, right? Different people. Okay. Different people. But Joey Toons is one of the guys that's been in the space that I'll tell you, like, just straight up, we've never met face to face, but we've talked a lot about a Mm. lot of things. Mm. We got to have him on the show. 100%. He's a real one. If you know what that means. Kids like to say that all the time. He's a real one. She's a real one. Joey Toons is a real one. Anyhow, we talked about kids hockey. We talked about five people came up to me five and said, they're going to be girl dads or they just had a daughter and said, what you guys do, meaning me and you, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people that watch the show that we don't know about. There's a lot of people that watch the clips that we don't know about. There's even more people. I had no idea that listen to the show. Told you I've told you, you are right. You are right. There are more people probably listening to the show that watch the show. I had no idea, but they said, thank you to both you and me for just keep doing the show. Like the one guy was like, how do we do more for like, can we be a part of this? And that's how that whole conversation started that you and I had this morning. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what we're doing yet for football specifically. It would be nice to know. And if anyone is out there listening or watching the show and wants to help us do that, just reach out and tell us at Boston versus the book on the Twitter DM at Sports Talk Matt. Mine aren't open, but if I follow you, you can do tech, tweet at me and I'll follow you back or send you a DM. Anyhow, it was awesome. They're here all week. This will be a good precursor to us signing people up for the proxy service. Yeah. Get your game on. Get ready. There's a lot of people that want to meet you because right now you're just that annoying guy from Boston. I don't care. And I know that's the best part. I I said, (laughs) why is he the annoying guy? Why can't he just be the guy that's from Boston that lives here? And they're like, because some of the shit he says, I'm like, just thank you for watching the show. Yes, I don't care. I, it's it's the it's the best. There was a line that, um, a line that my daughter showed me that Taylor Swift once said about essentially on, along the lines of the moment you realize that people that don't know you or don't care for you that their opinions mean nothing the happiest you'll be. Oh, and I adapted oh. that. I adopted that a long time ago that oh. do, you, do you know me? No. You ever talk to me? No. I don't care what you think about me then. Don't <laughs> like, matter. It don't matter. Don't you're, matter. You're judging me off of my personality or what I've said in media or my Twitter account or whatever it might be. That's fine. You can do whatever you want and judge that and say, Oh, you're a prick and you're this and you're that. That's fine. You don't know who I really am. And if, if you do, 
and you have a real issue with me, then let's talk about it. Cause I would like to address that. And I would like to bury that hatchet. And if I've wronged anybody, I would love to apologize for any wrongdoing I have done, because I never like to think that I've done something wrong to somebody, or if I'm responsible for pain or, you know, issues. Yes, I would. Let's talk. I want to know. But if you don't know me and all you do is talk to you about me, this sounds arrogant and cocky, but it's the world we live in. I win. <laughs> you don't understand this. As long as you're watching, as long as you're you know consuming what we're doing, I'm good with whatever you got to say, whatever opinion you need to say about me, then that's, it's been that way for 20 years. And then people get to know me and they're like, you know, I thought you were an asshole, but you're not that bad of a guy. And I'm like, I, 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 I tried to tell people this all the time. Like, I, you know, it's, it's the funniest thing in the world. Like they actually are like stunned. I'm like, wow. So you mean like we actually like talked and you got to know me a little bit and you actually like figured out who I was. It's amazing how that happens when you don't judge or jump to some conclusion because I ripped on your football team one time. It's a good lesson for the kids, right? Mm. Like, and everything we do, I just think about being a good example and trying to teach the kids lessons for life that are going to make them better, not worse. It's, it's less talk, more listen. Don't judge anybody until you get to know them. Yeah. What we do is we put ourselves out there. We are public personalities. More so now than ever. So you, so you can do what even do and say whatever you need to, because that's the game I signed up for. So I am right. completely comfortable. Right. I make opinions. I say things about people I don't know all the time on this show. Okay. I've never met Aaron Rodgers. I can talk about hard knocks looks boring as fuck. And like, I watched 10 minutes of it. Like this show is going to suck. It's, you know, that's not my opinion. Someone worked on that. Someone might, might take offense to that because oh. I'm making a judgment based on the content I'm consuming. So as long as you're consuming the content that we're doing, you're, my job is to make you have a reaction. My job is to make you have an opinion and it's totally okay. It's, it's fine. When you get personal, I draw the line. You start talking about my daughter or my family or my ability right, to be a right, father. Right. Like, okay, now we're getting into a world that I'm not comfortable with. But if you just want to say I'm an annoying Boston fan, sure. I I'll, I'll own that. I'll wear that. Doesn't hurt me any. I'm good. You like it. Sure. I'm good because they, <laughs> cause you know me. I don't know you. Like that's right. the thing. Like right. you are watching this show. That's awesome. I love that you're watching this show. I thank Appreciate you for being it. a part of it. I mean, yes. I do for every damn day, but it's not like, you know, if you and I had dinner and you came away with it and you're like, that guy's an annoying fuck. Okay. Now I'm like, that's on me. Now I'm behaving. Now I'm like, what, what did I do? Like now I'd want, I want to rectify that. And I'd want to right. apologize for my behavior or if I was inappropriate or I made you feel uncomfortable or, you know, if my interpersonal rela relationship with you is problematic that's on me to make sure that it's okay right but if you're mad because of what i say into this thing every day i'm good man <laughs> we're all we're all good like you can say whatever you want whatever i'm i open myself up bring it like bull in a matador let's go like, I'm, there's I'm, a lot I'm, of I'm ego in town this week of course and they and the reason why people with ego don't like me is i don't care about them and they want everyone to care about them. And I don't need to be friends with you. And I don't need to hang out with you. And I don't need to be seen with you. I don't need to know your resume. I don't care what you bet. I don't care how much money you bet. I don't care how much money you make. It doesn't matter. And it bothers them that I seriously don't care. It pisses them off that they want the attention like a girl at a city, you know, city Hawkins dance. They want the attention. They want someone to walk over. They want me to say, Oh, your shoes are really nice. 
I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. And it's, it's like I told Sydney, nobody's looking at your shoes anyway. Yes. It's it's this whole idea of <laughs> I hit 65% last year. I've got yeah. 5,000 subscribers. I've got yeah. people who pay me for my picks all the time. Don't you know? I got a big dick. Don't you know? I don't care. The package. Care any of it? It doesn't matter. It's such a funny thing, and it—they just go, "That guy's an asshole." Okay, I'm an asshole because I don't care to play your game. I don't need—I don't play the politics. You are so good. The reason why you and I do really well together is because you are amazing. As good of a people person I have ever seen, you can talk to anyone, hang with. Anyone you make, everyone you speak to talk like they're your best friend for a hundred years. It's amazing. Great. It's a gift that you were given. It's unbelievable. I am the exact opposite. (laughs) I am the the exact opposite on all of it. I do not have it in me to small talk about bullshit that doesn't really matter. And you you've can gotten take, a lot better about it though. You, I have, you've gotten better. Yes, 100%. But you do this amazing thing where like, you know someone said shit about you. Like you know it. And oh. you go right at it. How <laughs> like, you doing? You, you go right for How you doing? I look up right moment. now. I take yeah. the glasses off. I'll make sure my <laughs> yeah. hat, it ain't cover my eyes. Say, yeah. hey, what's up? How you, you doing? Yeah. When there's friction, you run towards it. Come on, baby. You want that person to squeal, to squirm. You well, want I just them, want to, them to know that I know. That's yeah, all I exactly. want. Right. I don't ever need it. Like, I, I just, oh, don't, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. whatever. Like, I don't, if you want to come and talk about it, fine. I don't need it. I know what you said. I know who you are. I know what you've done. I'm good with it. You want to make it a problem? Okay, let's have a conversation. We'll make it a problem. Otherwise, I'm not going to heat seek, I'm not going to be a heat seeking missile and go after it. You see it and it's like, you know, you're you're locked onto it. Like, it's amazing. I'm like, oh my God, he's going right for it. Like two steps in. I'm trying to put out, (laughs) I'm trying to pull the pin of the thing and not defuse the the, the, the grenade. I just come in and making sure, (laughs) because if you want me to pull the pin, I'll pull the fucking pin. And And then (laughs) nobody wants that. Right. So I'm going to come over and I'm going to say hi. And I'm going to see how you're doing. I'm going to ask about your family. I'm going to talk to right. you. And Until. if there's a problem, then we can air it. Otherwise, <laughs> right. the air is cleared. I've taken that grenade yes, and disposed of it without going off. Which is amazing. Which People is stuff. that come to me and say like the stuff about the annoying Boston guy or this or that, I laugh. Because <laughs> then I'm like... We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'll be here. Hi, let's go. Thanks for watching the we'll show. We'll be down at the D at two o'clock. If come anybody wants yeah. to come, come I'll come. buy you lunch. Come on in. You know, and, and and we can I I've always told people this. You ever want to talk to me? You ever got something you want to say? Come, let's talk. I am Please. I am open for business to talk about anything. You want to motherfuck me for an hour? Come on. I, I, I'll listen to it all. I'm going to push back and tell you, I think you're wrong on certain things, but if you want right. to air out grievances, you got a problem with something I did talk to me. Cause there might be something you don't know. You, there That's might be something going on that you haven't actually figured out. Before. Yes. That if I give you a bit of information, all of a sudden your opinion might change dramatically about Maybe. what you think actually happened. Oh, yeah. So I may have that in my possession. I don't, share everything with everybody. No. Tell, and if I, there's people who are mad at me about things that if I shared certain bits and pieces of information, they might go, oh, 
I don't go search them out to tell them that. I don't need to. It's, it's, you're yeah. curious. You know where to find me. I'm a pretty easy person to find in this town. Just tell me you want to talk or call me or whatever. DM me and we'll set up a call. So it's, I love this week. This week is phenomenal because I just walk in and I go, whatever. And I, and I don't need to be like last night. I'm sure that was awesome at Bet Bash that opened, but I was like, man, Dave, you're in your prime. Like that was awesome. We send you into that environment. That is all you <laughs> to come into that environment. Yep. I'm perfectly cool. Cause my favorite thing about today is what I did last night. Madeline had her first day of fourth grade today. So she's officially a fourth grader. So I was very happy to see her off to school this morning and to see how excited she was to get to go to school. And I'll be psyched to hear it later on today, how it went. But last night we did a say goodbye to summer, her and I, one, the Paradox Museum here in Vegas is unbelievable. It is absolutely, have you ever done it? No, the kids have. It's, I've, I mean, wow. You want to talk about pictures it's and crazy. And yeah. Oh my God, is it fun. It is okay. super, it's the most unique thing in Vegas right now for families to do. It's, Where's it at? Uh, it's, that's the problem. Because <laughs> we weren't going to go to it. Because the traffic on the strip was I last night I almost got out of my car and just started walking. I was so mad. It was, it was so bad. So bad. So I, I I just I said forget it. We're not doing it. We, we I was trying because it's located next to the Marshalls on the Strip. You, you know what I'm talking about the the Target and the Marshalls on the right hand side by the chocolate by the um the M M&M, and M not the oh M&M, yeah no M&M, it's M&M. down between Trop and Flamingo. Yeah, it's in the hell of everything. It's it was one oh. lane. Five, think of this. It's four thirty in the afternoon on a Tuesday. The strip going towards the Sahara was one lane. Oh. One lane. The bottlenecking was ungodly. Oh. So I finally, I was, I tried to win around, and I finally was about to get in. I go, Madeline, I go, I'm sorry. I go, we can't do this. We we have dinner at Sahara at seven. We're not going to be able to do this. So somehow I got my, you know, a place where my GPS said. Here, there's a way you can do this, right? And so we did it, and it was perfect because we parked just park at the park MGM, and you can walk right across. So we ended up getting to go to it and did it, and it was super cool. And it, if you at Sports Talk Matt on Instagram, you can see the pictures. I put a couple on Twitter as well, but there's a full litany of pictures. It is so fun. But then we went to dinner oh. at Sahara, sat down. And she and I had like a whole life lesson, whole life conversation about what fourth grade wants to be and how, what her goals are for fourth grade and what she's what she wants to accomplish and how she wants to go through this year. And we met her teachers at the open house. Yep. And she's got she has two teachers for the first time now because they're going to switch rooms for the first time to get them ready for 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 middle school essentially when they'll have a full schedule of walking around. Right. But her uh, math and science teacher is from England. Her husband works at Shadow Creek. And she don't play. I'm good. I, I think I was like, I'm in love with you. I was like, great. this is great. Cause she said some very quick things to Maddie that kind of got her attention about certain things. If you don't do this, if you don't do that, there's going to be consequences. There's going to be issues, blah, blah, blah. And like Maddie has always had a teacher that's loved her. Like she's always had like mom type teachers that have coddled her this woman's going to push the holy hell out of her. And I had to like sit her down and explain what that's going to be like, because I could, see, I could see in her eyes, she was like, Oh, <laughs> like this is going to be really different. Right. She said to me, she goes, I'm scared. I'm nervous about what Miss Zunica is going to be like. Yeah. And I was like, good. She's not playing around Maddie. Like she's going to make you do work. You're going to have to get to work this year. This is yes. not playtime anymore. Like it's not social hour. And she had went through some concerns and issues, but it was really cool. It was, it was, it was exciting to, to kind of like, you know, 
watch that iteration in her brain. She got the gist of like, okay, <laughs> time, time to work. So yeah, good stuff there. Uh, we'll go out at two o'clock. We'll see some people downtown for Beth Bash guys. We'll see you as well. Thank you for being here, everybody. Hit the like button, subscribe button. Always appreciate it. Dave, Matt, back tomorrow for BVB.